Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello. Welcome to episode three of Telling Everybody Everything. I was thrilled to receive so many of your letters this week, and I would like to answer some questions that came in. I couldn't do that in the last podcast because I released two on the same day, a lot like Netflix, but without a hundred shows glorifying serial killers. I don't want to be a dick, but if I see one more show about a handsome bon vivant who runs around killing women... I think I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, Bobby and I have really enjoyed watching the Netflix series, You. It's about a man called Joe Goldberg. He's handsome, he's charming, and he runs around just being a serial killer. And not a destitute serial killer, by the way. I mean, this really struck a personal chord with me because I just filmed my Netflix series, The Duchess. It's coming out later this year. I was very grateful to be able to do that. But there was this question about my character's level of wealth. She's a single mother. So she can't possibly live in a big house. I don't know where they wanted her to live, a flat or a shoe. We got there in the end. She lives in a nice house. But my daughter wasn't allowed to have a pony. I understand American audiences, maybe they don't know what it's like in the UK. You don't have to be rich to have a pony. I have seen ponies in pubs. I wanted her to have a horse. I thought an audience will enjoy seeing a little girl on a horse. No, 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 no. Meanwhile, Joe Goldberg... He's a barista and a librarian who's living all over the world. Where was the focus group asking about the mortgage on the five-star killing cage that he keeps in the basement? I'm looking at his property in LA thinking, when's he going to go to work? Who's funding all this murder? Apparently, I'm not the only capitalist to ask this question. I'm imagining there was an intern on the writing staff who put her hand up because Joe Goldberg has the magical ability to forge a fake first edition book and go sell that for three grand. He can do that anytime he wants. We're supposed to believe that, oh, he's his own bank. Fine. But can a single mom have a pony? No. You know what else I've been watching this week. Because you've been watching it too. As if the gay community haven't already suffered enough, there is a completely viral Netflix docuseries that has swept the world in lockdown. I tried for a long time not to discuss it. It's Tiger King. And I couldn't ignore it because he's everywhere. He is a modern day hero to people. If you've not seen Tiger King, I mean, I suppose a basic, a light summary. The docuseries follows the life and crimes of the world's most horrible piece of trash and all of his friends. These are big cat people. They keep large leopards and tigers and lions and baboons and bears in captivity. They drive them around in trucks to meet fans for money. I had no idea there were so many big cat people in America, though in retrospect, I guess it doesn't surprise me. And even the ones who are pretending to help the animals have at some point taken a newborn lion from its mother and handed it to a fat Florida toddler for $16.99 in a photo. 100% of them are monsters. So we know that. Joe Exotic, he's the lead. He runs an animal sanctuary. He, You can't describe him. I mean, there's so much going on. Is there arson? 
Yes, guns, explosives, bigamy. Yes, animal abuse. You bet there is uh, methamphetamine use, murder for hire. There's everything is happening in Tiger King. That's fine. We can all, I don't watch good people on television. That's not what I watch television for. My favorite shows are 90 Day Fiance, Teen Mom OG, because those girls had their babies the same time that I had Violet. They're no longer teens, but they're still moms and they're captivating. I like Tiger King. I like watching bad people on television. Fine. But everyone loves Joe Exotic because he's eccentric, he's entertaining, and they hate his nemesis along with him, Carol Baskin. Guys, could you be more predictable? Carol Baskin runs the rivalry business, Big Cat Rescue. She paints that as a rescue place. She loves cats, but she's kind of doing the same thing. She's a cat breeder. Like I said, everyone's garbage. By the way, everyone in this town, there are more arms and legs in this town than teeth. And there's someone with one arm and someone with no legs. This is the kind of town we're working with. Carol Baskin is trying to save these cats, apparently. She's bigger on YouTube than Joe Exotic, and he can't stand it. Joe Exotic repeatedly alleges on his YouTube channel and podcast and in person that Carol Baskin killed her husband. He's obsessed with this idea that she killed her husband and she fed him to the tigers based on suspicion and circumstantial evidence alone. She was never an official suspect. People think she killed her husband. Why? Well, because things just worked out too well for her. He was a millionaire. Now she's got everything. She gets to ride her bicycle around and he's nowhere to be found. Another millionaire who disappeared. I'm sorry, that happens. All right? Millionaires can go missing at the drop of a hat. Amelia Earhart, Tupac, Dave Chappelle. Sometimes millionaires have had enough. There's no evidence against this woman and everyone hates her. Well, guess what? He's not even dead. Gemma Collins, the GC, personally told me that her husband Don is alive and in Costa Rica. There is no stronger evidence than that, but you still love to hate her, don't you? There are other characters that you could hate if you want to love Joe Exotic. There's Doc Mantle, remember? The guy who smuggles baby tigers in suitcases up to hotel rooms so he can have sex with women. There's Jeff, the guy who set Joe Exotic up and has a cult of four young women married to him. No, Catherine, we haven't got time to hate them. Don't take your eyes off the prize. There's a woman somewhere who might be getting away with something. Meanwhile, what we know for sure about Joe Exotic is that he married a series of straight men by leveraging their drug addictions against them. He delivered a eulogy all about his dead husband's balls in front of the deceased's mother at his funeral and invited the poor woman to his new wedding days later. He's shot a bunch of emus on the highway. He's killed tigers. He was convicted of trying to hire someone to kill Carol Baskin and 17 wildlife charges. He got 22 years in prison for that. He burned down his own recording studio, boiling a bunch of alligators in the process. He is a violent, horrible man. A zookeeper had their arm bitten off. He repeatedly misgenders this zookeeper, by the way, and then just reacts by going, I will never financially recover from this. You know this is a bad man, but you like him. Carol Baskin might have fed her husband to the tigers, and you hate her. Why? Let me tell you why. It's a tale as old as time. Deep down inside, we think women are sneaky weasels, and we can't stand that one might have gotten away with something. I'm watching this, and the feelings are just flooding back. I'm living 
2016 all over again, and it is Trump versus Hillary, but her emails. Oh, Hillary Clinton might be corrupt. She's been involved with Washington a long time. Oh, why didn't she leave her husband when he cheated on her? Oh, she might have something going. We don't want her getting away with anything. Meanwhile, Donald Trump is a relentless Joe Exotic style Tiger King piece of shit. But oh, he tells it how it is. Yeah, that's my guy. Joe Exotic told it how it was as well. When he took a blow up doll, put a dildo in its mouth, called it Carol Baskin and shot its head off on YouTube. That's my candidate. And don't think, by the way, that when he gets out of prison, he won't become the president of the United States. This is not fun and games anymore. We are looking at Joe Exotic 2028. This will be the big Halloween costume of 2020. Mark my words, I'm not a gambling man, but place your bets today. David Williams will turn up as Joe Exotic to Jonathan's Halloween party, or maybe Carol Baskin, or somehow a combination of them both with a tiger prop. This is what we do now. We just put morals aside when something is entertaining. You could be entertained by Tiger King. I was, but I don't run around going, oh, Joe Exotic's the coolest. Fuck Carol Baskin, sneaky bitch. <sighs> Donald Trump as president is like if the three little pigs elected the big bad wolf because they didn't trust the female pig running against him for fear that she might be ripping them off on bricks. I don't know what her profit margins are on those brick sales. What do women have to do once and for all to prove that we are not a witch? Oh yeah, drown. It's as simple as that, ladies. All we have to do is drown. Oh, I guess she wasn't a witch after all. Ugh. Fuck you. They're reopening the case now about Carol Baskin's missing millionaire husband, who, by the way, when he met her, he was a wealthy married man driving down the road and he saw a young Carol Baskin walking alongside of it crying. But does that open any discussion about structural power, financial imbalances in relationships? No, 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 no. Now, I hope Kim Kardashian West, the Justice Project, takes the case. I hope she vigorously defends Carol Baskin in the forthcoming disappearance of her husband trial, because that's the fucking circle of life. Her father got OJ off in the death of Nicole Brown Simpson. It is Kim Kardashian's duty, nay, destiny, to get Carol Baskin exonerated. Just let us have this one. I'll say, for argument's sake, let's say she did feed her husband to the tigers. Why can't you just let that slide? That's all women want, really. We want to be free, to have a few cats, wear a flower crown in our hair, ride our bicycles around, and once in a while, feed our husband to some tigers. Women kill their husbands so seldomly that every time one of us does, we have to have a sit-down chat with Pierce Morgan all about it. Isn't that punishment enough? And before you go warning Bobby Kay, no, I do not advocate the killing of husbands. And Bobby is the sun and the moon and the stars. I admire him more today than I did yesterday, even though we cannot chat about Hillary Clinton in this house. It is a no-go zone. Hillary Clinton is our safe word. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Speaking of women who think they can get away with things, Joanne Ryan, my middle sister, is one of the contributors who wrote me a letter this week. Joanne said, love your podcast, but I can hear your entire mouth, so you need to eat a green apple. I don't understand the science behind that, Joanne. You in the woods just applying different medicine values to fruit. How about this? Eat a dick, bitch. Nobody asked you. And also, maybe people want to hear my mouth. It's called ASMR. I've been told I have a very soothing voice. Okay? Hope everything's great with you. I have received many emails. Thank you so much for writing your letters. If you'd like to hear your letter next week, you can email tellingeverybodyeverything at gmail.com. Most of the letters are in response to episode one about romance in lockdown, and I could not handle some of the questions on my own, so I have invited an expert. This is someone who's very intuitive, someone whose opinion means a great deal to me. Please welcome to Telling Everybody Everything, Violet Ryan. Hello! Hi, Violet. How are you with advice? I think I'm actually kind of good. I gave you a lot of advice on your past relationships, and I think, well... How'd that go? Some of them have failed, but it was for your own good. Exactly. The vibe and the energy that we want answering these questions. Are you ready? I have three uh, letters here, Violet, from people who are looking for advice. Listen to this. Dear Catherine... Love your podcast. I know you have a daughter in year six, and I'm actually a sixth form teacher in the UK. So I ask you, what did you need to hear when you were leaving school? And that is from Mr. Martin. Well, you'll always keep in touch with your friends. You'll still see your friends, like, even if it's, like, on, like, a phone call or, like, like Mm -hmm. on the streets or something. On the streets. (laughs) Jesus. They're walking, like, from, like, waitress. Blimey. A lot of you will be out in the streets. <laughs> no. It's like Waitrose or something. Waitrose is a far, a long way from the streets. Always wear sunscreen. That would be my advice. I mean, I didn't get the skin by accident. What else would I say to Libras? I think I needed to hear that everything always gets better. I think sometimes people are riding on a high and everything's going great for them. And they start to think, uh-oh, I've had it too great for too long. It's about to all fall apart. But people forget in the downswing that the same is true. When everything's going badly for you and you think, all my friends are against me, school's too hard, everything's bad, I think it's really good to remember that eventually it will get better again because everything is cyclical. Yeah. That's what I needed to hear when I was in sixth form. Okay, now these following letters get into relationship advice. People heard about the stunning, fiery romance that Bobby and I share. Ew. And then they wrote in about their own lives. So this is pretty adult stuff, but hopefully you can help. Dear Catherine, I'm writing to you about a problem in my marriage after listening to your podcast and hearing the love you have for Bobby K. Ew. A switch has flipped and all of a sudden I'm doubting my 10-year marriage and highlighted feelings for someone in my past. My ex lives abroad, but expressed that she has the same feelings for me too. Listening to my intuition would be a big financial 
emotional, and biological risk. I'm not sure I can see a future with my wife. What should I do? And that's from Daniel. Name changed. You know what? I think you should just be honest. Be yeah. honest with everyone because honesty is honestly the best way. And um, if you're not honest with people, they'll eventually find out the truth one way or another. So I think you should just be honest with people right away. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew that. It takes a lot of maturity and courage sometimes, to be honest. Yeah, but you kind of have to pull yourself together and tell every single person in the scenario what's going on and exactly how it's happening and what you want to do in the future. Pull yourself together, Daniel. You hear that? From the words of a 10-year-old girl. <laughs> Pull yourself together. <laughs> collect That's, yourself. Collect yourself, Daniel, and your belongings because you're oh. living in a motel, hun. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> okay. Deep. The other situation would be you could tell her, okay, well, I think we should be together. Let's tell our partners how we feel. Whoa. I think that's the only two scenarios because if you really have feelings for this person, then I don't think you could just shove them under like a couch or something. Mm-hmm. You can shove many things under a couch. Dog toys, remote control, ham. Not your feelings. Ham. Yep. <laughs> well, after a while it's gonna start to smell, isn't it? Yep. A lot like a lie. <laughs> I like, Violet, that your first instinct is honesty. Tell everyone what's going on. Yep. Because I think sometimes when people are unhappy, that unhappiness comes out in other ways. They might be rude or aggressive. There's no mention of children, but he does say a big financial, emotional, and biological risk. Maybe that means Ooh. they're getting too old to have kids and they want to... I think maybe they're in the process of thinking, maybe we should have kids. Maybe we shouldn't. I think that's what it means. Or maybe he has type 1 diabetes and his wife has all the insulin and he doesn't know where she's hidden it. That would be a big biological risk. That's deep. Yeah. The last letter. Dear Catherine and Violet, but they don't know it. Dear Catherine, I want to start a family with my boyfriend. We are 35 years old. We own a house. We've been dating for seven years. We have savings. We are in love. I bring up the subject of marriage and he just says, one day. Why isn't he ready? Will he ever be ready? I'm at the point where I'm starting to wonder if I'll ever be a mother. Would you choose your dream man or solo motherhood? Felicity, name changed. Mm, that's a really tricky situation. I think you should talk to him about it. Tell him exactly what's happening. You'd be like, do you want kids or not? Because I really want kids. I really want marriage and I want all these things. I think if we want to spend our lives together, I, I'm in love with you very much. I think we should have a life together, not separately. I, I want kids. And even if we could just make an agreement, marriage and then like three kids or something like that. Yeah. But just try to agree with him um, because if you don't agree with him and you're just like going on with whatever you want, then he won't be happy and it's important in a marriage for you both to be happy. Oh, so you're so 2020. Do you know what my grandmother would have said? What? She had said, trap him. He'll thank you for it later. Have kids with him and don't tell him. So, you know, life's moved on a lot. Your answer is a lot better because you never want to trap someone and be dishonest. Yeah. All right, Felicity, you've heard it here from Violet and from me. Can I say one last thing? You bet. When you're saying I, 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 um, it doesn't sound selfish at all. You're, he's from. You should take it as if he says, "Oh well, that's being a bit selfish." I he probably won't. But what he said in the email, he sounds like a very nice man. But if he says you're being a bit selfish, then be like, "No, I'm saying how I actually feel." 
just just tell him I'm doing exactly what I think is true to me and is respectful to me, you can make those decisions in your own time. Because you can't ever be a psychic and tell someone else why they did something or what they feel. Mm -hmm. So all you can really do is say how you feel, Felicity. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, just trap him. He'll thank you for it later. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Well, thanks, Violet. Have a great day. You too. Hi. What a delightful child. Intuitive, calm, posh. When I find out who her mother is, I am going to thank that woman profusely. Violet is in such a great place. We've moved kind of out of London a little bit. We're just inside London, but barely. And she goes to this nice country school. Well, whenever they go back to school. And I meet a lot of enemies at the old school. I have to say that as a single mother stomping around that neighborhood, I just took absolutely no shit because I didn't understand why the other little girls weren't all maturing at the exact same pace. Now, I really got a kick out of these little girls. I had a lot of respect for them. I thought they were funny, but some of them were quite naughty. And I remember an email went around about bullying and unkindness. And the girls were maybe seven or eight by then. And I wrote back to the email, look, if we're still having problems with, you know, when, when the girls were disrespecting you when they were four, it was too late. They're disrespecting you when they're six. It's too late. If they're still being disrespectful when they're eight years old, I mean, what do you want to do? These kids are grown. That's been a huge theme in my life. I've had such a hard time with the fact that Violet really, for the most part, doesn't need me anymore. I forgot to put out some of the Easter chocolate that I had pre-ordered. There were these lovely trees, like a bundle of eggs where the branches should be, but it was all chocolate. I forgot to put that out. The Easter Bunny had come with some commercial chocolate, but these were special and they had gold writing that said, Happy Easter, love, Catherine and, or mom, mom, <laughs> mom and Bobby. And uh, I forgot to put it out and I couldn't believe I forgot. And I, I had a, a little wobble that day. I'm acutely aware that we're running out of opportunities to make magic for them. So I really loved raising Violet when she was small. I really treasured those days and they were difficult days, but I miss them. And they say it flies. It certainly doesn't. But once it's gone, it's gone. Violet's never been a problem for me. Never any tantrums, nothing. This email went around about the bullying and I said at the end, sort of to demonstrate to some of the other parents how they should take accountability for the actions of their children. If my daughter is causing anyone trouble, let me know and I will strip everything in her room until she is sleeping on a bare mattress because that's something parents don't do anymore. And my child had been the subject of many assaults at that school. I will say assaults. Like I have photos. Kids can be wild. One of the moms privately wrote back, Catherine, actually, yes, your daughter has been bullying my daughter and screamed in her face on one occasion. And I took full accountability immediately. I wrote back, nice try, heifer. My child might be a lot of things, you fucking liar, but she's certainly not loud. She did not, would not scream in your daughter's face. But if you'd like to know what that looks like, come see me on the school run. That's not what I said, but I said sort of a middle class North London version of that. I actually found the email. <clears throat> Here's what I said. Violet is not a shouty person and has never shouted at me or shown an ounce of aggression at home, so I would check that any face shouting definitely came from her, as it would be the first time. But, I mean, she knew what I meant. The subtext was clear. We still invited that child to Violet's birthday party, though. We would never be seen to lose face like that. 
<laughs> and what a birthday party it was. You see, wait, I got carried away. I lived in that neighborhood for way too long and I got wrapped up in the politics and that's why I'm glad that I'm out. And I apologize to any child or child's mother that I offended and I've turned over a new leaf. But I will tell you this, I do worry about secondary school because I know that the little girl bullying only escalates and I, at some point, am bound to resort to vigilantism. I did trolling once. I tried that. There was a mother who said one of the little girls mentioned fellatio on the playground. She was upset because her daughter had overheard the word fellatio. Meanwhile, this child was throwing rocks at Violet. And everybody's always looking at me. Oh, it must have been Catherine Ryan's daughter. Why? Due to my profession, my single status at the time, my implied promiscuity that comes from both. I don't know. But I'm telling you this. We do not use the word fellatio around the Ryan residence. Violet doesn't know that word. But if she did, she'd heard it from some BBC4 Victorian documentary where the, oh, the gentry went out to procure fellatio in the... London fields. Listen, we don't talk like that. I could feel that they were all waiting for me to reply to the email, and I didn't want Violet being friends with this little girl anyway, so I was in no mood to repair the friendship. I just thought I'd have a bit of fun with them. I said, well, Violet did tell me that rocks were thrown at her head, and she threatened to tell the headmaster. Perhaps this was misinterpreted. And so we got into this deep discussion about fellatio and head and headmaster and how it could be misinterpreted. I just pretended not to understand what was going on. She did say headmaster. Yeah. I am so thankful that I was never interested in the delicate science of being popular. Well, we've come to the end of another Telling Everybody Everything. Please write me a letter to tellingeverybodyeverything at gmail.com. And I'll be back next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.